Um, Brennan, should we say where we just were before we came well, in yeah, to record? Well, yeah, I think so. Were you... Did you feel like someone was watching you? Uh, I didn't, and I wish that <laughs> I having did. shower, Mitch. <laughs> oh, sorry. So he didn't know that you. No, he no. didn't know I was there. So I was <laughs> a little bit creepy, man. I was at my work. Uh, not. It was a Christmas party we were putting on um, for for clients, which I didn't know that, by the way. I didn't no, know that detail. So I'm not stalking a Christmas party. <laughs> Who's that random hey. guy in the corner? But it's a trivia night. I'm there to host, you know, a segment of it, and. I'm dressed up. You were a reindeer. Yeah, I was a reindeer. I think and they call him Rudolph, Mitch. Yep, I was the only one with a blinky nose. The you only one that committed. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, I was already way over time what I told you boys that uh, that I was going to run. And then I've seen a f- uh, like food there. And I'm like, oh, I'm running too late. I'll, I'll just chow down this food. And I smashed it down. And I got up left, said thanks, bye to the boss. And I walk out and just start running down the stairs. And I hear this bloke behind me. He's like, oh, yeah, nice tail. And I'm like, yeah, cheers, mate. As I'm running down the stairs. So I didn't give him a proper look. Halfway through the car park, and the same bloke goes, "Oh yeah, but you don't even know who I am." And I'm like, "I think why the Whoa, f- would I?" <laughs> it's fucking Brendan. He'd <laughs> been sitting out the room, just sinking piss, boys. <laughs> you get a bit of a few schooners into me. <laughs> That's so unlike you before I record. And I, I know. Get- I'm like, oh, he's ready to go. He's ready. He's like talking to people. I can tell. I've been friends with the guy for over 15 years. So I'm like, he's he's getting ready to go. Don't you f-ing sit down? What are you doing? <laughs> Oh, okay. He's tucking in. Fair enough. Just can chow. The man can chow when he needs to. Look, There's I'm... one thing he does quickly. <laughs> you know what else I did? It's not sex. Get into gates. We are back. Episode 12, Fire and Water. We've got the full team here. My name is Mitch. We've got Maddie. Yo. Brendan. Hello. And the reason why we're all here, newbie Reese. What's doing? Why am I last this time? You're always the last I one here. I, I feel like you're the most important. We're no, saving you, mate. I think you, you know what? I always get confused because you go Maddie, Reese, and the newbie. And I'm like, hang on, I'm not the newbie. You're still on Reese. Oh, so right. so I like I've, that order. I've switched it around a little bit. No, mm. it's good. It's still not as bad as when sense. you weren't here and I had to sit in your chair and I've gone to introduce these two and I've looked at Reese and said Brendan's name and then looked at Brendan and said <laughs> yeah. Reese's name. And, no one in and the... both of them just kind of froze and went, what? Who? And you, you introduced yourself as Mitch and where's Maddie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm that pretty was... excited, boys. Yep. Fire and water, one of my faves. No. <laughs> Babies? Well, you guys have been talking about it the last couple of weeks. You it kept shouldn't mentioning... even be called Fire and Water. It should be called this. What fate Amaroka? The first time I watched this, I must have been tripping or just or maybe drunk. Or maybe I was just up late. But this guy had me on edge. The creepy fish guy. <laughs> what was his anyway, name? Sorry, Mitch. Him? Were we going to preface this with an intro of the back of the DVD? We sure. did this the first few times and we thought it was lame, but I like it. I do. I like it. All right, well, here we go. Fire and water. The SG-1 team is transported to a planet of opposites, the home of the sole survivor of an aquatic race. Teal'c, O'Neill, and Carter return to Earth shell-shocked and disturbed. Can the team recover to find Daniel and attempt rescue? Um, That's good. Planet of opposites. What? Yeah, what does that mean? I haven't heard anyone use the term shell shock since the Ninja Turtles in the <laughs> 80s. Yeah. But that's a good reminder because I totally wow. forgot that they were shell-shocked mother. Coming back from that, <laughs> from that planet. Yeah, but according to Hammond, the best treatment for PTSD is just another mission. Oh, get that! Hey, <laughs> I know how to get that out of here. Go back in there. Hey, how's back that? on the horse. That's World War One shit there. Yeah, he's old school, old Jenny. 
Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I got, uh, I got flashbacks to um, Batman vs Superman. Oh dear. I know. With are that okay? funeral, are we okay? talking about that? With that, fun- okay? with that funeral scene. Oh, oh no! And then- <laughs> How great was it? I'm like, surely he cannot be dead. I have to sit through another funeral <laughs> scene. If he's alive, I'm going to cut sick. Yeah, that was a. And then the- was that the one where they put the wreath into the <laughs> yeah. Yeah, horizon? I'm like, yeah. oh, so good. Yeah. What I actually found myself liking about that was it's the first time that we've ever really seen them show a little bit of fear and maybe a bit of reality about what they're doing it's like shit like we actually can die on these missions like they've watched mm. sg6 or sg9 lose a member have a member come back and be completely mentally really mm. but it was like they've come back and went oh shit just because we're like the top of the line sg1 we can actually still like suffer some casualties and shit mm. and you're right it did go on a lot longer than what you expected it would yeah it was like into the well into the first act before yeah. you really got to well that's what it felt like anyway they're all coming back. That like Jack comes back through the gate. He sits down. They're like, he's dead. And then they're all quite emotional. And then Jack just turns around with Daniel's dead, sir. I'm like, could have Skull delivered man. that a little yeah, better. Yeah. So it, it builds up really well, and you're kind of going, oh god, what happened to Daniel? What happened to Daniel? And then you find Daniel, and it gives you this shit ass uh, line read that just takes all the drama out of what's actually happened to him. Jack. Sam. Teal. It's like he goes, Jack, yeah. and then he gets really upset and goes, Sam, Teal! <laughs> like he's Scarlett O'Hara. And he's like, oh my, how will I get by? <laughs> I was like, mate, come on. Know, it's, so, it's so dated watching it again. I don't care. I love it. But it, yeah, yeah, it's a one lot of, of it. It's, it's, it's a car accident. You can't yeah. look away. Like, you just, season like, one you, is, you've got to look. Season one is, I forgot how many, I wouldn't say bad episodes, but... I was just expecting more from season one. Just filler, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think they're kind of experimenting on on what works and what doesn't. And it does take them, I think, probably end of season two, midway through season three to really sort of find their groove and, and, yeah. and get a good rhythm going. I it's think the finale of season one was spectacular. That was great. Yeah, yeah, that was great. It's interesting you guys say that because obviously you guys quite frequently just like start watching random episodes of SG1. I The last time I watched SG1, season one, was the start of like a big 10 season, you know, binge sort of thing. So it's been like 10 or 15 years. So I probably don't have the disdain for a lot of these earlier episodes that you guys do. And I actually found myself watching this one. I'm like, oh, it's kind of refreshing to watch an episode where there wasn't one bullet fired. There was no fights. I don't even think there was a punch thrown really. Like the alien blasted Daniel across, you know, the room at one point. But freaky. Yeah, that's what freaked me out. Oh, God, yeah. That's why I like this episode, because that dude was freaky. Mm. And there's no mythos you have to worry about either. It's kind of just this little standalone, little little bottle episode that you just, you know, you can just enjoy without having to know the histrionics. Like, that's that's obviously why we're doing it chronologically for Reese's sake. I mean, if we sat Mm. Reese down to watch, like, an episode from season nine, he'd just be like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I thought when he he came through, um, back into the cell through the door, uh, and he was in the water, I'm like, oh, is this Atlantis? Is this... A city under the sea, and then you know, got pretty disappointed when it wasn't. No, it was just Iraq, <clears throat> city I'm of gonna... Babylon. Sorry, yeah, cool. <laughs> just, just geography gonna... lesson. I'm just going to distance need to do myself this? completely <laughs> from that comment. <laughs> well, we learn that he he wants to know what fate Amaroka. Oh Jesus! I don't. If I hear was that it Amaroka? Real fate Amaroka. And yeah, oh, wow. and then so he asks Jackson, you know, he has the knowledge of Babylon, the ancient city of Babylon, where Amaroka was supposedly living. And well, it's 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 funny you say yes. that because um, I made something. Oh, oh shit! 
Jesus. I just <sighs> oh, now now now. Okay, so full full disclosure. I watched these episodes a lot earlier than you guys because I don't really have a lot going on outside of what we do here. <laughs> um, so I made this legitimately a month ago. Um, and I made it and I've done something to it and I forgot why I did it. But I were you, can't. Were you playing the Stargate drinking game? But Brendan's I can't. Like, well, it's funny <laughs> you yes, say you were. that. A bottle of bourbon per episode. Because the idea behind this is, is, is we know that Brendan likes to have a few drinks before he watches Stargate Phew. and steps in front of a microphone. <laughs> Um, so it was going to be a What Fate Amaroka drinking game. So every time they say Amaroka, <laughs> Brendan <Jeez> drinks. <laughs> the part I'm unsure about is I've put a bit of music underneath it, which is the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire theme. And I can't for the life of me figure out why that's there. <laughs> Lock it in. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is, the What Fate Amaroka drinking game. Every time you hear a name, drink. For a second there, I felt like I was at a blue light disco. Reveal fate, Omar Aka. Reveal fate, Omar Aka. Drink. Reveal fate, Omar Aka. Oh yeah, and drink. Omar what is that? Reveal fate, Omar Aka. What fate, Omar What fate, Omar what is Omaroka? <laughs> Who is Omaroka? What? Hey, I don't know! Omaroka. Omaroka. Bellos. 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 Omaroka. 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 I haven't doubled any of these. These are all of the episodes. Omaroka. Omaroka. Yes, Amaroka. Oh, the guard bellas under the place of Amaroka. Where was the, the sex scene? <laughs> and that's all we've got time for. She's dead. Dead. <laughs> well, your brain chemistry has been seriously compromised. <laughs> like I said, I'm sure I had something really funny to come off the back of that, but I could not tell you what it is. Well, I am wasted. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's more. Um... That's more great Scots than Back to the Future, that is. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I didn't double any of those. They are all unique. That's, that's amazing. I knew is... there was a lot, but that's crazy. Yeah. And I think it took until the second half of the episode, at least of those grabs, where Daniel said it the same way twice. Yeah. yeah. Amaroka, Amaroka, Amaroka. Amaroka, Amaroka. Yeah. When he goes, Bellos, and then he goes, Bellos, Bellos. No, not Bellos. <laughs> Bellos. So. When Teal comes up and goes, <laughs> the gold, and someone goes, the gould. It's like, yeah. no, actually the way he's just said it then <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah, the thing about the, that, that guy, him saying that phrase, what fate Amaroka, was that that was in broken English, whereas I felt like everything else that he said to Jackson in English, he said in fully-fledged sentences. Mm, yeah. But when he, instead of saying, what is the fate of Amaroka, or what happened to Amaroka, what fate Amaroka, it's like the most yeah. basic way of him being able to say that. But I guess that was the first thing that he said to Daniel Wright, yeah. and that was like, wow, he can say two words in English. So I guess they couldn't you know, blow the surprise that he was able to speak fluent English, even though the last contact that he had with someone based on Earth was 4,000 years ago, when surely at the location they were at, they probably weren't speaking American English, which no, we've established not. is an ongoing problem, yeah, but which, whatever. Which was funny because as soon as he revealed the script that he wanted Daniel to translate and and recommend, Daniel's like, oh, it kind of looks like a, 
and that, obviously I wrote it down, I'm not going to remember this, <laughs> Akkadian cuneiform adopted by Sumerians and used in Azure and Babylon. I'm like, of course it is, of Daniel. Course. Well done. <laughs> it does kind of look Good like boy. that. You got the right one. That Imagine was Jack trying to do that. That's, 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 that was my second note. I'm like, <laughs> lucky for him, he took Daniel. Uh, but then obviously in the flashback sequence, we realised that he sort of tested Daniel, or at least Daniel started doing finger paintings in the sand, and he realised that he was onto a good thing, but... Yeah, like he could have been in real strife because that, like, I can imagine the amount of questions that Jack would have asked. Like, I don't know what Amaroka is. God damn it! Alpha <laughs> crying out loud. Crying out loud. Go out your own Roka. Amaroka, Maroka. I've also got a bit of audio, Maddie. I don't know whether you guys picked up on this. Maybe it you didn't because it wasn't real. But I was listening to it. I'm watching it today, and Walter comes into Hammond and gives him some kind of documents or something. Three dots on P8X362, sir. Looks good. Especially the mineral scans. I'll pass this on to SG4. They'll be geared up and ready for departure by 1100 hours. Thank you, Sergeant. Off-world activation repeat. Off-world activation that yeah. sounds a shit like Gary Jones, who plays Walter. It's like they've grabbed an old piece of audio and played it. And like the character that's saying that over the PA is standing oh, really? in the room listening to it. Now I don't know that that's him. It just sounded the same way that Walter says it all Maybe the time. Maybe they've just so. gone. You know what? He sounds really good saying that. Let's just record yeah. him and we'll make that an automated <laughs> alarm. Yeah. Hit as, the button. Part of it. Yeah. Hit the Walter button. <laughs> <laughs> we need to hire a voiceover guy to say this. Oh, f- that. Just get Walter. <laughs> He's sitting there. He's not He's doing there. anything. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Reaching and grabbing on his all these buttons and stuff. He's fine. He's got, t- I he's love got it. 10 minutes. I love it how Reese knows Walter's name, even though it hasn't been credited yet. Yeah. He's still known as Gate Technician. I, um, I Honestly, when we talk about Walter, I can't put a face to his name. I don't, oh, okay. I don't really know who he is. Good. Good. Just know him as Walter. I know we, we had a laugh about the, the whole Reese thing and the funeral that you know wasn't really about a guy that was actually the deceased, but... No. Oh, the wake too, yeah, that was a bit of fun. Oh, um, yeah. O'Neill but- went to town on. <laughs> oh, that was great! The general's car, didn't he? But That's you know why he did? Because <laughs> I don't know if this is something else you guys picked up. But when, when um, a couple of episodes ago, what's the thing that Daniel wears in his head? What do we call it? The do rag. The do rag, right? Mm. That was the introduction of the do rag in like episode four. This is the introduction to Teal's little straw hat. Oh yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never yeah. seen that before. Down here, Teal's hat. Teal's hat. This is the first time we said he comes in looking like a fucking boss. No man, he looks awesome. It's, I think it's meant to be like that. Yeah. I mean, if I wore that hat, I would look terrible, but imagine when you're trying to hide, you know, hide an alien symbol, then sure. I think if anyone could make that hat look cool, it would be Teal, because it looks <laughs> terrible. I've got news for you, Reese. They only get more ridiculous. Oh, it's a running gag. They only get more ridiculous. But he and Sam walk in, and he's like, I do not understand this custom. And it's like, oh, no, we you know get pissed, and we eat heaps of food and stuff. And what did he say on uh, on Abydos? They, uh, not Abydos, on Chulak, they um, don't eat for like, three or four days or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, that's their tradition. And then they go over to Jack. He's like, hey, you want a drink? And Sam's like, yeah, I'll have one. And he cracks out a beer and starts pouring it into a cup. He has got a four-bottle spirit dispenser set up on that table. And I'm like, how f***ing wild does your wakes get? <laughs> <laughs> like, he had vodka, he had bourbon, he yeah. had rum set up, he had some tequila or some shit. It was a four-bottle dispenser. And I'm like, man, I want to have them just in general when mates come over. You've got one at a funeral post. What the f***? Mate, one of your mates died. He lost. He lost a child. He knows how to drink. Right? <laughs> oh, Jesus! He just wanted to get into Carter's panties. So he like, so he gives her a cause light. That was probably a bad way to start it off. You know, <laughs> get on the hard shit, mate. Yeah. But I did actually like the visit to the house um, because we haven't seen O'Neill's house since 
they went and picked him up. You know, he's in, he's in you know the treehouse, the roof, essentially in episode mm. one. We also haven't and, seen uh, the general out of uniform. Yeah, so he had a polo Tucked shirt. Polo. I'm like, I can see your chest hair, man. Do those buttons up. <laughs> he's about to go play golf. But uh, and then also Daniel's place, and you get the feeling that these guys are, are allowed off base, obviously quite a bit, because mm. up until this point, it really feels like they're locked down there in quarters like Teal'c is, whereas Daniel had a diary written for every planet that he'd ever been yeah. to. He had a really clean fish tank full of fish, so obviously he goes back there quite often yeah. to feed his pets and mm. things like that, but like full houses and he had skulls and shit. Like It was like a little mini museum. So I like that first sort of look into their personal lives mm. a little bit to go into uh, both of their houses, which is mm. kind of cool. Is that, I can't remember now, is that the first time Teal'c's gone out? Because he was, um, oh no, no, for, no, no. For like a Broca non, divide. For a non- yeah. yeah. For a non-mission, yeah. I guess. Yeah, this is Sorry, the first time he's just been divide. been allowed out. The crystal one. Crystal, yeah, whatever. Oh, um, Cold Lazarus. Yeah. There we go. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The newbie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I left that wide open for you, obviously. Everyone's <laughs> 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 just looking at me. We're all just like going through our notes, and Reese yeah. just pulls it out of his ass. To be honest, I, I've only watched this is the twelfth episode, so I mean, if I yeah. can't remember them. <laughs> I liked um, Terrell Rothery, who plays uh, Dr. Janet Frazier. Or Dr. Frazier to you, Reese, because you don't know her name's Janet yet. <laughs> but um, <laughs> just in case you didn't know. Dr. Frazier. But I love it how, I can't remember who it was now. I think it must have been Carter, and she was shell shocked. Mm. Um, as per the DVD case. As per the DVD case. <laughs> Thank you, DVD case. And she's cold and shivering. She's She yells out to one of the orderlies, Can we get another warm blanket over here, please? I'm like. Oh. What other type of blanket do you have? <laughs> and do you, can we get some cold blankets in here? And the buffest nurse you will ever see in your entire life in the foreground. He's like a bodybuilder. He should have oh, been yeah. a Jafar. He's got like pythons coming out of his scrubs. And I was like, what the hell is he doing there? He should be on the front lines, not fetching blankets. I'm the warm blanket guy. Yeah. I keep him warm. Like, stop mourning cool Daniel. Lead. We've got his replacement yeah. right there. Now we're going to have three soldiers on the he team. He gets the blanket and just cuddles them with those massive guns and just goes, you're going to get warm now. I do have a note here. And like I said, I watched this episode over a month ago, but I've just got a note here that says, was General Hammond hitting on Fraser at the wake? But I can't remember what. Oh, yeah, because I think he put his arm around her shoulder and they yeah. went off. Oh, did they? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, just, that was just... because she was full of vodka and bourbon and tequila and <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah, else was yeah, on that she table. Was. <laughs> she was full of Instead of too. a Long Island iced tea, that's known as a Cheyenne Mountain iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I, we touched on the fact that he speaks English and whatever. We just have to get used to that uh, with, with this show. But I, I found it strange that we never saw Daniel show any great surprise that this very non-human looking alien was very familiar with well, you Babylon. Said, and... he's, he's got a fish tank back at home. So he's, he's seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes oh, up at the end good. of the episode and he's actually just passed out yeah. after being at Jack's place, obviously. And he's been dreaming about that really weird fish in his For tank. For the first 20 minutes when he came to, he thinks he's been shrunk down and he's living inside his own fish tank. <laughs> he's a sea monkey. He doesn't know he's on another planet. <laughs> But I don't know. I actually, I, I, I guess, I don't know. I, I quite like this episode. But again, I haven't watched it in so long. And I, I Reese, I mean, black or white, we haven't really asked you what you thought. I, I don't think. But you guys, you said in the 
general, or in the grand scheme of things, that it's not a great and memorable episode. Yeah, I episode. think if you're comparing it between the you know other two hundred odd episodes you've got to choose from, it's not going to you know win top any lists. Mm. But of the twelve we've gotten through so far, it's you know it's not too bad. I mean, mm. it's it's no it's no Broca Divide or or no First Commandment. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's <laughs> you know it's all right. It's fine. Yeah. I, I honestly, I didn't really get it. I I don't. Like it, it, and it to me it ended very abruptly, and I'm just like, oh, is that it? Like, mm. you could have just swum out that whole time, and and I do have the final scene. Gone before. what? Like, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. how he got out. He, he swam to the surface and said, hey, don't shoot him. And then he's like, okay, you can go. Okay, cheers. Yeah, I feel like as as soon as Nim or Nem found out that he was sort of Amaroka was dead, and mm. well, it's been four thousand years or something. Yeah. which you assume he's. She would have come back yeah. by now, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I can only assume that that was just to introduce, I don't know, that species or that technology that he used mm. into um, into the universe. But he kind of loses his menacing nature. Once he felt, finds out Amaroka's dead, he's just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like he was so intimidating and, and volatile at the start and he kind of just like, oh, okay. And not even, he, he didn't really see him mourn. He was just kind of like, Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. He's so he, that's yeah. He was he was so very vicious at the start, and he's mm. like, "Tell me everything," and then, um, and then Daniel's like, "All right, well, you know, do your technology shit with my head," and he's like, "Oh, but it will hurt you. You know, you might die." Like as if he was caring about him. Mm. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, that just contradicts everything that you were throwing him across the room for. Well, I think. Well, yeah, that's true, and I think he didn't want to damage the knowledge. Not so much. I don't think yeah, he really cared. See, about do you know Daniel. what it really was? Yeah, okay. He just looked into Daniel's baby blue eyes. Right. <laughs> I can't hurt you, darling. That's yeah. We lost his specs. Just... Like he didn't this have his is... glasses the I entire think this is the, episode. This is the first time all the like Lady Stargate fans went, "Oh, well, hello, Daniel Jackson," because he kind of had the <laughs> yeah. the scruffy look, yeah. and you take the glasses off yeah. and slick the hair back. Was wet. And yeah, you sort of get that that sort of chiseled chin that he's got, and it's just like it's it's funny to think he could be a leading man, but they kind of he's always been typecast as the nerdy guy because they just put a pair of fa- yeah. fake glasses on him and give him a floppy haircut, and he's like, oh yeah, he's just he's just that nerdy guy. Yeah, because yeah. last week we had the first Teal'c episode. Is this like really the first Daniel episode that we've had? Like it's always been a, either a team thing or it's been a Jack episode. Oh, we've had like three or four Jack-centric episodes so far. Is this really the first Daniel one? Like he had so much screen time by himself. Yeah, I think well, I so. Guess, yeah. yeah, I guess it is. Like if you think about Emancipation was the first time like Sam was separated from the team. Mm. Um, and I guess, yeah, mm. this is the first time that Daniel's had a storyline that hasn't involved the other three. That we've seen, obviously, you know, he spent a year on Abydos, but mm. we never saw that. Mm. So yeah, I guess in a way it is. He kind of got the A story, and then the other three had the B story. I guess you could almost. I call guess it. You, yeah. The yeah for me, like Torment of Tantalus was definitely kind of Daniel Jackson's, and they refer to that the meaning of life stuff quite a fair bit. Um. So yeah, but this yeah, is but definitely. He, he didn't have any majority of screen time though, did he? It was still kind of a no, no, a he didn't. Group. But to me, like when I think of Daniel Jackson, I think of him in that room. With that, with that meaning of life stuff. Well, with yeah, and without giving it away on. to Reese, it's you know yeah. it's obviously the the start of a much bigger storyline for Daniel. Yeah, you know mm. it's just laying those. But little, you can tell that, like I knew that the first time. He's passionate about it. He loves that kind of gear. So yeah, that's yeah, what definitely. It's about for him. What I found interesting was when he was um, when he found out that he could read minds, and he he's he uh, Daniel labelled it as technology. If you can read minds, use that technology to read mine and, and find the information. So it's like, is that, that, you know, that's obviously his scientific mind saying, well, obviously you're not magic. 
Like there's mm. a there's a science mm. behind it. There's something. Well, he's not that stupid. You, you wonder <laughs> is has his experience with. The, <laughs> what do you? How do you know like, what's out there? Has his experience. With, <laughs> has his experience with the Gould shaded the way he looks at any other yeah, you know, race yeah. out there by going, oh, you must just be faking it as as much as they are. Yeah. And it's not magic, or you're not a god. You've just got technology that I can't yeah, see. Yeah, true. So I, yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether that yeah whether that is a natural ability of of Nem's people or whether it fish, is just a bit yeah. of technology. Yeah. I wish that, I mean, none of the other teams saw the tech, or they don't fully remember what happened down there with that sort of technology, do they? And they remember being stuck down there, but that memory technology and retrieval of memories and whatnot, and even implantation of memory uh, mm. from from them, I feel like that should have been a piece of technology that they wanted to know more about and possibly take back to Earth and things. Like, they're always looking for medicines and weapons. Like, surely mm. yeah. that might not be something they have an immediate use for, but... I mean, Christ, I'd like to have a crack at that now, and I'm not part of the military fighting, you know, an alien war or anything like that. Like, that's a very yeah. interesting piece of tech, whether it is, you know, even in medical science and brain exploration and things like that, you know, like that's something that, again, I can't remember post this episode what that has to do with anything, if anything, but I feel like it should have been something that they should have uh, revisited or at least yeah, given, a, I don't know, brought back in some way. Daniel, being, Daniel Jackson being the science guy he is, he should have said, you know, like, yeah, I just helped you out with my mind and shit. Show me how to read minds. Mm-hmm. Like that's, if I was going places and I'm like, that is cool. I want to know how to do that. Like, wouldn't you just ask? And if they said no, you just like threaten them or something? Like, <laughs> I think this was the main criticism about the whole series because they tried to keep an equilibrium. They tried to have their standalone episodes and never really break that. We saw that in Emancipation where they had where they brought the medicine back and then we never hear of it again. Mm. And then it took a fair few seasons before they'd started to gather more technologies and build better mm. things. And then we're finally like, oh, finally we're getting somewhere here. But they, I don't know if it was Robert C. Cooper or someone like that. <laughs> Drake <laughs> just decided, <laughs> he just decided like... that that's, that's where we're going to go. We, we want that level and we don't want it to change. Yeah. I kind of felt like they did, for me, tonally, they did play it off in the terms of the where I, I got the feeling that Nem wouldn't really be open to the idea of being allies with them. Yeah. Like he did, you know, attack them and abduct one of them and hold one prisoner and, and you know, mess with their memories. So there was kind of that that standoff where Dan- Daniel had to sort of stand in between the two groups yeah. and say no 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 it's fine. So I feel like Nem Let's has has developed a, a bit of a soft spot for Daniel, much in the way that um, Shaka does, you know, in fu- in future seasons. Um, but I feel like Nem was still very standoffish against you know Jack and Teal'c and, and Carter, where they didn't really. And if you think about it, at, at that point in time, they didn't know they were going for a rescue mission to go and mm. rescue. Um, yeah. Daniel, he just happens to pop up out of the ocean at the right time. <laughs> that was easy. So I feel like they just wanted to get him and get the hell out of it and get out of Dodge. So yeah. maybe there was, you know, an unseen mission where, you know, after Daniel's gotten back and been debriefed, you know, they go, well, is it worth us going yeah. back? SG7 went spearfishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little confused though. I I, and I, I, meant to ask, I meant to ask a mate of mine who's in the military. I found it very interesting that Daniel got a military funeral, being that he's a yeah. civilian. And I, 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 yeah. I really annoyed at myself. I've got to ask my mate that, would that happen? I mean, he's a civilian, but he is working for the military. Yeah, but he'd just be a consultant, wouldn't he? Yeah. He'd be a hired yeah. hand. So I found it weird that he got the... Send the check to his family and f*** Salute and the flag what and family? the, you know. <laughs> well, that's it. They presented the flag to Teal, didn't they? Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, sure. I just wait for him to look and go, 
Like, look at someone <laughs> out of the side of his eye. What do I do with this? We'll, we'll give it to the guy that abducted your wife and, you know, <laughs> gave, her, gave her away to How insulting. Labor. Like, on paper, that is insulting. Yeah. <laughs> and what planet did they dial? Yeah, it's like, did they dial Nem's planet? At which point you just kind of see just like a wreath sitting yeah. by the Stargate. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the the correct answer is that they dialed a planet that they know, you know, they, ca- they actually can't get through it. Like the gate is covered or it's completely uninhabited or whatever. But I kind of want to know they just randomly dialed, yeah. you know, Walter's just pressed whatever button he wanted and there's like this really primitive race on the other side going, <gasps> you know, just looking at the bright lights yeah. and shit. And all of a sudden this ring of plant just yeah. like falls out and, they and think disappears. it's a message from their gods and they put it up in the middle of their town and just start worshiping They hang it, it on their doors every 25th of December. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting back there and I love it. Uh, I always like to think that they sent it to the bathroom planet. <laughs> so, that, so then they can use it for some... Toilet paper or <laughs> well, that'd be a nice little comfortable seat. <laughs> yes. um, I did have a bit of trivia. The guy who plays um, Nem actually played Councillor Tuplo in the Broca Divide. The guy with the golden, you know, yeah. right. Similar. I was yeah. about to ask actually whether, like last, oh, not last week, um, uh, well, a couple of weeks ago, and Thor's Hammer, where it was uh, James L. Jones doing the voice, whether or not this guy was an established, you know, sci-fi actor, character actor, or something that you might have known from Star Trek or whatever. No. But just because the way that he spoke, I'm like, he, he, I mean, probably just got a really good voice actor back when they actually used voice actors and not, yeah. you know, A-list celebrities. Well, they, they had a mold of his, half of his head already for that little crown that he wore <laughs> in Broca Divide. So it's like, well, if we've got to Save make a mold money. prosthetics, it's like, well, we're halfway there already, and he was fine. And I had to laugh the second time that you saw him, uh, and he walked in. It was a it was a wide shot, and you saw him uh, walk in. He's you know got this big head, this giant sort of you know uh, shoulder, shoulder pad, pad armor he's, thing, swimming cape. And yeah, swimming cape, um, Green Ranger type setup, and then it like comes back into where his waist is, and then he's two little skinny legs down the bottom, like it's <laughs> human and stuff. I'm like, you, oh, you run out of budget, you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't alienize his feet. Like stick with a mid shot guy. Yeah. <laughs> you had just, there. Just going back to what you're saying about you know the Star Trek uh, correlation. This episode was actually directed by. Uh, Alan Eastman, who Brennan, the only one who else in the room who has actually watched uh, Star Trek, he actually, the, the guy who directed this episode, directed the Voyager episode Relativity from season five. Nice. And written by oh, Hottie McHotness. Foxy Catherine Powers. <laughs> 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 you can check out what Catherine Powers looks like in the sauciest picture that she's ever had taken of herself on the Get Into Gate Instagram. Ooh. And uh, you're welcome. <laughs> you think that's saucy? You should see the picture I have of her in my head. Okie <laughs> <laughs> dokie, artichokies. Oh, shit. What time is it? How's the heart rate going, big fella? It's time to find out if Reese has been paying attention. Oh, that's better. Yeah, it does change that. every right. time. It like yeah, well, it slightly changes. <laughs> first, I did notice the first Honestly, time. Honestly, I said, don't remember. It's like we'd all like to join in, but we don't know what you're going to say <laughs> each time. So if you could lock down just a phrase, we'll join in. It with wasn't you. paying attention the first time. I know that. it was I'm, listening. Yeah, as Reese has been listening, and clearly weren't to yourself. All right, all right, all right, all right. So we got thirty seconds on the clock here. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say these are gimmies because they are. Oh, shit. You always say that. I know. Brief candle. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Get a one in 12 shot. <laughs> Actually, 
actually you might you might get stuck on one of them but anyway i just i only just wrote these now so i'm just reading through them <laughs> classic <laughs> right this is how much f-ing preparation we you do had a week show. since hey, we right. did it listen 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 i got off the internet the first time then i got criticized because i didn't write them now i'm gonna write them <laughs> And they, oh, what? Yeah, but do you it. just did it now? Right. So for the yes. uninitiated, you know what? I can't blame that. You and I sat next to each other in grade eleven and twelve, and maybe the man I am today. <laughs> you guys were at the pub like half an hour ago. <laughs> hey, where do you think I came up with the questions from, mate? <laughs> Jesus! Oh, brutal! Find the sahi into me. <laughs> all right, all right, all so right. So for the uninitiated, it's what five questions for Reese? That's right. Uh, based on the episode, not just this episode, but basically anything that he's seen up up until now. Yes. Uh, time. Up, t- up till this episode. Oh, um, and they're quick fire. There's no this. multiple choice. So yeah. if you don't know the answer, pass. And if we have time, we'll get back to it. Time starts at the end of your first question. All right. Finish this sentence. Mm. What fate? Um, that's o- <laughs> Amorosa. Omarosa. What is the name? Uh, what is the Stargate called in Gwawuld? Um... Pass. True or false? Every DHD in the gate network has all the gate symbols. False. True or false? Stargate travel is instantaneous. False. Who is thought to be dead in the fire and water? Daniel. And the other one, I'm pretty sure, is Chupa. I thought you were going to run out of time. You spent a lot of time thinking about that one. Chupa Eye. Very close, man. Very, very good. Pretty Pretty good. Four out of five. I'm not giving that one to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not bad. Was it four out of five? Good four stuff, Reese. So we'll, well uh, do it again in a week's time, where oh, we will well. be back to talk uh, Hathor. Oh. Yeah, we've been one of Maddie's favourites again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we right, say I'm that every. Well, we, we were saying before we turned the mics on. It, it's funny when I first got into Stargate, you know, and there were only about three seasons, you know, going at the time. Hathor was. Probably one of my more watched episodes, but now that you've got you know two hundred plus episodes to go back from, I, I watching it back, I was like, yeah. Ooh, this, <laughs> this show could have gone a very different direction." Yeah. Skip. Uh, we'll find out next week. Hathor, that'll be the one. But that was fire and water, and we are uh, get into gates. Uh, you can find all of our uh, podcasts on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes on the socials. You can hit us up Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Simply at Get Into Gate. Throw us an email if you want. Throw some questions towards Reese. Help Brendan write some yeah, harder please. ones. I need some help. Get into gate at gmail <laughs> <Not wrong. com. laughs> Writing Four out of five, well. buddy, not five. Don't get, too, don't get cocky. Oh, you mean help writing questions. Oh. <laughs> and, of course, Get Into Gate is uh, part of Get Into Geek. You can find uh, all the Get Into Geek and Get Into Gate stuff simply at getintogeek.com. Myself, Mitch l- underscore Lewis, Twitter and Instagram. Matty? Hi, Pitch Matty. On? The Instagram. The Instagram. Brendan? At the Brendan Gibson. On the Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) And Reese. Um, I am at the Flying Gibson on most socials. I'd get on Twitter, but I just don't get it. Yeah, what other social is that, Reese? Um, It's pretty much Instagram and Twitter. (laughs) And Grinder, and Snapchat. He's only friends with Lincoln, though. And Grinder, that's the thing. <laughs> no, I'm actually quite popular on Grinder. <laughs> oh, shut up! Everyone loves me on Grinder. <laughs> um, Twitter's pretty much if you're not famous and you want to keep up with what famous people are doing, get yeah. a Twitter account. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm, de- I'm deleting mine by the way, just like as a unrelated thing because I don't do that. I'm, that's not why I have Twitter at all. <laughs> You are famous. Shut up. (laughs) You're the only one I follow.
Jaden Smith, Will Smith's kid. He's got like, you know, how many million followers? I think the only person he follows is like an account that belongs to the Dalai Lama or something. It's like, oh. get your f- hand off it. Come on. Follow your dad at least, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Reese has got an account. I only follow Mitch. And his mum. She's got updates about Gotham that he's got to keep up to date on. Yeah. Someone's got to be watching that show. Yeah, I watched the first season. wasn't as horrible as I thought it was. Gotham. That was pretty good. I just lost track. Oh, lost I just interest. I couldn't get it. It was like let's let's do a show about Batman, but we'll take Batman out of it. That sounds yeah. awesome. You're with me, goes with me. Yeah. With I think me. I tried to watch the first episode of season two, and then all of a sudden Gordon's got his gun and this guy with the knife after him, and then he holsters his gun and I went, okay. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I, done. I watched. I gave Ben McKenzie the benefit of the doubt. You know, I'm a big OC fan when I was a kid, so I was like, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but I couldn't hang around. I've been meaning way. to ask you this, Maddie. What mm. the f- is wrong with you? <laughs> what? The OC so uh, Gossip Girl. No, I watched the shit out <laughs> of the OC. I do not watch Gossip Girl. Sorry, it's Gilmore Girls. Sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> they are very different shows, my friends. Sex in the City, I'm no, sure. No, Madam hey. Secretary, hey. thank you very much. <laughs> Who doesn't like to see Samantha's bush? I mean, come on, guys. Throw it out. No, I'm just... Okay, I'm I'm sure. <laughs> Trust you to be the, the oldest, sluttiest one. That's, yeah, that's fine. Do you watch The right. Bachelor? God, no. I do oh, watch... Oh, like, that's a f***ing <laughs> sin for you to do. It's actually terrible. Have I you... have taste, mind you. Can have you I... watched Mad Men? I've got no, I don't yeah. like period stuff. Because your girlfriend's in that. And you see some Who's side my boob. The gossip girl chick. <laughs> what? I don't watch Gossip Girl. Whatever your shitty show is that you watch. Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Oh, you talk about Alexis Bledel. I don't. That's because Vincent Carthys is her real life husband, and he's in that show. Yeah. No, Lauren Graham's the hot one out of the Gilmore Girls, obviously. Bang. But I is did want to say, yeah. just when you're talking about not anymore, she's not. No, oh, I mean, not yeah, she is. Uh, oh. Mate, she's on Netflix next week as a 50 year old. Oh, I would totally go there. Oh, okay, <laughs> she's no Kathy. You probably still go. Yeah, you probably still go there for the story, but she's she's not season two. Lauren Graham, no, or even Evan Almighty. Hey, whoa, you know. have we got a closet gossip girl over here? No, I'm Gilmore I'm, Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I would still got take him. A, I would, yes, I would still take a 50 year old Lauren Graham over a 30 year old Alexis Bledel. Anyway. You mentioned, oh. we're so off topic, but you mentioned um, uh, The Bachelor, and I did want to plug for you guys to watch as well. It's a great uh, TV show called Unreal, and it's mm. kind of, it's written by a woman who was actually a producer on The Bachelor in the US for 10 odd years, and it shows you all the seedy, creepy underbelly and the, the fakeness of those kind of shows. It's excellent, um, and I recommend everyone go watch it. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, no, it looks like a good job. Let's do that. Okay. It's just one of those little, it's a cool little, um, like, I think 10 episodes per season. So it's a real quick watch. Is it a reality TV show? Is it? No, no, no. So it's, it's, a, it's, 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 it's like a documentary sort of thing. No, no, no. So it's, it's, it's actors. It's like a, just a oh, normal right, TV yeah. show, but it's set inside like a bachelor TV show. It's insidious oh, and weird right, and yeah. mind blowingly cool. And uh, you can uh, catch SG1 on Stan, Reese. Yes. That's what you're watching as a newbie. I'm still, like, rolling around the uh, box sets. Yes. Those big, thick, fat box sets Hell from yes. the 90s, man. They are the best. Oh, I'll teach you how to condense them. No, no, I'm not getting rid of the boxes. No. One of my kids actually ripped the box of season 10, the Get box up, and I'm like, I <laughs> <sighs> oh, have to keep you. Your mother yeah. would probably miss you. <laughs> All right, get in the gate. We'll be back next week. Get into geek.com.